Hello, welcome along to Baffled, the show that's on the search for all the most amazing facts that turn out deep down to be just utter bewildering nonsense. Thanks for listening. Uh, my name's Dan. I'm kind of the one that's dragging this whole ship together. Uh, today I've got with me facts all about... Bang, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just bring that out there in the intro and claim you are bringing this all together. You, I mean, you're the one that does the editing, but I have to kind of steer the ship somewhat. We can chat about it. Uh, today I've got facts for you all about bullfighting, about astronauts brushing their teeth, uh, and about another Chinese lottery scam. Uh, the one that just piped up unnecessarily is Mark Heads. Mark, what have you got? Well, this week for you, I've got a slow fact... I've got one all about variety and a surprising import as well. And keeping surprisingly quiet until now, waiting for his turn, Connor. Connor, what have you got? Yes, gents. Right, so I have got a fact that is going to help you make sure that you get the right pizza size. Also, a banging toothbrush thing for you. I didn't really know a good sales line on that, but just you wait, it's good. And also, if you are 33, Tom Cruise isn't interested. A uh, banging toothbrush thing. Can't wait for that. Uh, it's all on the way. Stay there. It's this week's Baffled. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Right, before we properly crack on, need to get this out in the open. Connor, Detective Inspector Knight. Yes. How are you getting on with getting Elsie Isla, uh, the woman who lives on her own in Manoe, Nebraska? We spoke about this last week. How are you getting on with getting this 84-year-old onto the show? Right, okay. So I have actually, this is the thing, and I'm not just saying this on the episode, I have made attempts to find out more about her. There, uh, there is information on the lady um, on Google. So it's kind of, um, it, you know, people are aware of her. I think like she has been approached before because there are little articles. I've checked Facebook. She isn't there. I've checked Twitter. She isn't there. I've checked Instagram. She is there but it's a fake account. So aside from checking, how closer are we? Uh, no, we're not, we're not really that much closer, but just give me a bit more time and uh, hopefully, I'm, I, you know, I will swoop in her DMs by the end of this week. Well, I'll tell you someone who should swoop in her DMs. I've done a little bit of work because I'll be honest, didn't have full faith in you. I've done a little bit of work on this myself and it turns out that there is another town in America that's got just one resident in it as well. Uh, it's in Wyoming, Buford, Wyoming. Buford used to be like this railway town, or quite a hub, but the railways moved on, people went with it. So now there's just one person left, uh, a guy called Don Sammons, I think. Don Sammons. Uh, and I'm, I reckon that would be quite a matchmaking exercise, wouldn't it? Getting Don together with Elsie. Yeah, exactly. Then they could, you know, make some babies and not be alone in their towns anymore. Well, the, she's 84 years old. What babies is she making? Oh, yeah, that's a very, very good point and kind of disturbing. But at least then, you know, they could, they could die with some company. 
Oh my god, that's very is that cheery. Is that yeah. sad? I don't really know. I think that's probably sad, isn't it? I, lo- I love it when Don Mark and just, Elsie. I love when Mark just swoops in with like the comment that just finishes the conversation. You know, it's like <laughs> that is how it is. At least they will not die alone. It's like, okay, there's nothing more to say. No, I feel so bad that we've mentioned these people like twice, and and already we're getting so morbid with them. I know, I know. I, d- I mean, she's eight, she's eighty four. I mean, she knows it's close. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year. I'm not saying it's going to happen the next ten years. But everyone dies. It's just well, a fact, isn't it? It's a fact based podcast, and that is a fact. Everybody dies. Well, other things could be close if she got together with this Don Salmons. Um. Anyway, uh, right. I, I think I'm going to take it away with the first fact today. Because, Connor, you'll love this. Yeah. I've, I found another Chinese lottery scam. Okay, Dan, bring this one on. I'm excited, bud. I'm excited. <laughs> so we, have, we, have, we haven't fully dealt with the first one yet. but I know, Well, we kind of pushed it aside, didn't we? So very quickly, this is the whole wonton thing. Uh, a Chinese fortune cookie company. Uh, it turned out, what was it? It turned out they were like all winning the lottery or something. They, they randomly guessed a bunch of lottery numbers that happened to be right and that caused a massive fraud investigation. Uh, there wasn't any findings then, but Connor's fairly certainly can find them now. If you want the full thing, go back and listen to the episode called Chief Inspector Night. Yeah, right. I love and, and you'll, you'll hear it all. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm, I'm slightly tentative and unsure about how to deal with this one because I think it might open up a whole can of worms about the guy and about what's happening to him over there in, in prison. So we're kind of skirt past that. Uh, just check this. A Chinese man found a way to buy winning lottery tickets because he was a lottery ticket seller over in China. His name is uh, Xiao Likun. Uh, I gave that a good go. And uh, there's a lottery system over in China where you could still punch in the winning numbers to your ticket up to five minutes after the balls were drawn. Oh, so wow. Wow. He, so that is a flaw in the system, isn't it? Yeah. He was a, he was a lottery ticket salesman and he figured this out. And with the help of family and friends, he did it three times. I think oh. three or yeah, maybe even more than three times. Uh, you know, many, many, many times over, actually, he did it. He ran three different lorry stores, but he did it so many right numbers, uh, so many right times with family and mates. And in the process, uh, he he won um, $3.76 million. But that's when you start giving yourself away. Yeah. If you if you know it, do it once, do it well it. once, and then, and then leave it. Maybe, maybe go back in a second time. We'll get someone else to do it a second time. But don't do it three times. Three times, three times is greedy. I always think that with like crime, Mark. Like you're, you're touching on something here that literally runs through my mind, along with a lot of other things day to day. But I always think about these criminals. Yeah, there's right, not just like, one thing running through your mind every day. But what I'm trying to say is, is like if I was a, a bank robber, right, and I robbed the bank and I got like ten million, okay. Look, I've, I've achieved. Like I've got the ten mil. I'm not going to go and do another bank. Yeah, but, but the thing is, it's people who get addicted to that. Don't yeah, they? they get addicted to the rush of it, and then they get addicted to the high rolling lifestyle. And if that, you know, it's not like they're necessarily going, "Oh yeah, ten mil, that's all right," but twenty would be better. They're just like, "Oh, I could do that again. That would be fun, wouldn't it?" That's the problem. And when you get away with it, it's so easy to carry on. Like, there's quite a lot of this going on. I've always maintained I have n- respect is the wrong word. I have nothing but a slight. Uh, a slight admiration. I know it's a wrong admiration to have. I have nothing but like a slight admiration for people who get who try and get away with this kind of high level fraud, fraud and eventually fly too close to the sun and get their wings a little bit burnt. But it's happened on um, on telly at the moment. There's this thing, McMillions. I don't know if you've seen this. McMillions is a show all about, it's real life true crime drama, all about uh, a, a scam in America to 
uh, rig the McDonald's monopoly thing and win loads and loads and loads of money. They figured out how to do it, so they did it a lot of times. Then you had uh, the very famous guy that coughed his way to a million pounds on who wants to be a millionaire over here in the UK. If he goes for 500 grand, no one's checking anything. No one bats an eyelid. 250, 500, you're all right. Okay, mate, fine. But, here's, but imagine, imagine what's running through your mind. I mean, this is for you and me, Mark. Imagine what's running through our mind. Like, we might take a step back. But imagine Connor. If Connor's coughed his way to 500 grand, he is jumping to a million, isn't he? 100%. Of course I am. See, oh, I, 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 think in, I think that's the thing, though. It's in the moment, isn't it? Like, I could sit here and go... Why did he do that? Why didn't he just take a quarter of a mil, half a mil? It's a lot more money than he had when he went in and he's not in jail for doing that. But then you're in that chair, you're in that moment and you're going, oh, I could have a bit more. Oh, I re- oh go on then. So is this Chinese guy in prison? Yeah, in prison. Went, went to prison 200, 207, in 2007. I think there's some slightly sketchy things about him being in prison. So I'm just going to take a little hop and a leap over those and just talk about this. So is he so he's in prison for fraud. That was that's what that would be, right? Yeah, for fraud. Then do we know how long he's got for that? Uh, he he got he got he, they jailed him for life and they confiscated wow. all his property. Oh my god, and that's just for but you know, is what he done that bad? I mean, he sold he sold 3.76 million pounds. I don't I mean over here in the UK they give quite a lot of lottery money to to charities and to goodwill around the country, don't they? They build things. So I guess technically you're taking it away from the country. Yeah, that, that's a that's that's a fact that I I enjoy actually. Like it's quite nice to know that the criminal has been seized, which I enjoy. Clever, you know. What? You know, they, what do you mean you enjoy? You like the idea of these criminals being seized? Well, yeah, you know, he's stolen money, so too what? Right, you should go to prison. But it's kind of clever what he done. Like you know, he's seen a flaw in the system and he's thought. Here's my moment. But, you know, he's been caught and he's obviously been greedy. So he's a bit of an idiot, mate. What was his name again? <laughs> it's, don't make me say it. It's Chow Likun. Chow Lincoln. Likun. Lincoln. Likun. Likun. Okay. How, how long have we got on this episode? Well, no, no, no. The, the reason that I wanted to think about the names because with the wonton case, the wonton name had such a big thing to do with it. Is this your sole line of inquiry on any fraud case? <laughs> What's yeah. his name? Is the name links? No, probably. Pro- it's probably all right. He is probably all right. Charles Ingram, he didn't do it. His name has no relation to the word cough or million. Therefore, Charles Ingram, he's <laughs> probably not guilty. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Murdery McKidnap. Yeah, you're you're done. Yeah, you're yeah, you're guilty straight away. <laughs> right, that's fact number one done for today. Uh, Connor, take it away. What's what's your first one? Okay, so whenever you order a pizza from your you know your chosen takeaway pizza place, do you ever have that moment, gents, where you sit there and you're like, do we get one large each or do we get like two mediums? Like if there's a lot of you, you're kind of like debating what different sizes to get to share. Right or wrong? One sec, Mark, isn't that the stupidest question anyone's ever asked? Practically, when you go to a pizza place, do you debate what pizza you're going to get? No, what I mean by that is, is usually I'll just get a large Domino's to myself and see the lot off. Whereas if there's oh, like... Someone's, someone's doing well for himself. Yeah, mate, bulking season. Do you know what I mean? Like the biceps don't come overnight. But what I'm trying to say is... He's no, not, even getting, not even getting two for Tuesday. He's just getting yeah. one single Domino's going, I don't, need, I don't need no offers. I get paid well enough. Well, what I'm trying to say is like, say there's like seven of you. Bit of an awkward number. Okay, so let's say there's seven of you. It's kind of like... Like, right, do we get one large each or do we get like eight larges and shit? Whatever it might be, okay? So I've got a bit of information for you that could be valuable. Why are the seven of us are we suddenly getting eight larges? Yeah, I mean, Why when there's seven of us are we going, yeah, let's get more pizza? Because later on the next morning, Marcus, 
Is that your actual name? It is not my actual name. Oh, we're going to call you that now. Sometimes when I want to tell you off, I want to call you Marcus. Great. Right, listen. Hang on, hang on. So, Mark, imagine if, if we would have brought a fact that required that amount of discussion beforehand. But like we know, haven't even got to the fact yet. <laughs> the fact <laughs> is coming. If there are specifically seven people there with you, how many pizzas do you want to get? You would have switched off by this point if it was one of us. I'm about, no, because it's usually about back in the day war stuff. This is about Domino's pizza. A lot more engaging. Right, are you ready? Other pizzas are available. One 18 inch pizza is more pizza than two 12 inch pizzas. Right, okay. Um, just a little sidebar here before I unpack this. Uh, we could have saved ourselves about five minutes worth of time if you just come out with that. That's yeah, your headline. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Dan. Let's do some maths. Ready? <clears throat> if a pizza has a diameter of 18 inches, that means it has an area of 254.47 square inches. And if a pizza has a diameter of 12 inches, then it has an area of 113.1 square inches. So if you get two of them, you're at 226.2 square inches, which is still less than the 254.47 square inches on the 18-inch pizza, but you got yourself two 12 inches. So next time you're figuring out what pizza you should buy, you, you, you know, I've helped you there. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah, of course, yeah. Is this actually happening? Is Connor actually doing maths on the podcast? I was going to say, I'm very proud. Because I'm very proud that we've we, we've kind of pushed him to do this, to bring a fact up that, that took about 10 minutes to get to the actual punchline. Uh, to be honest, it was all right. And he's actually done some proper rigmarole and maths to get us there. Yeah, I, do it. I, I like the idea that every time co- the last night, Connor and Hayley, his missus, ordered a pizza and he went, well, actually, let let me just talk you through the maths here, Hales. Let me discuss areas with you, Hayley. Well, actually, if 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 you get an 18 inch pizza, so so that's the diameter, then I can just imagine you doing that. No, but, look, but this is an interesting fact here, isn't it? So basically, Domino's. Papa John's, whatever pizza, you know, there could be a little flaw here. You could be ordering yourself a medium, two of them, thinking, well, you know, then we've got a bit more than the large, when you actually haven't. You actually haven't. You actually are, are paying more money here for less pizza. And actually, the only the only maths no. that I had done was I was told that 12 inches has an area of 113.1. So what I had done was I doubled 113.1, which gave me 226.2. That well was done. the maths that I'd done and then realised that 226.2 is less than 254.47. No, uh, can't, no, no one else thinks that. No one else, when they're deciding what to have pizza-wise, goes, shall I have a lard or shall I have two mediums? No one is thinking How that. How are you not enjoying this? Like, two 12-inch pizzas, that's 24 uh, inches of overall pizza, and that is less pizza than an 18-inch pizza. That is, that is a sick fact, mate. Because know, it's look, not 24 inches of pizza. Well, no. It's two it's 12 like, inches. Well, no, but two 12 inches. Do you know what I mean? So overall, you're looking at like 24 inches. But you're not. Look, listen to because, me. I have cracked not, something here. Because it's not a square pizza. It's a circular pizza. Therefore, you're not looking at a 24-inch pizza. Because if you put them next to each other so the diameter is actually 24 rather than 12, you don't have a full circle. You've got the number eight. Look, Connor, don't step up to the big table if you can't eat with us. Mate, drop, <laughs> we're here having our two 12-inch pizzas because you know what? Dan's you a vegetarian on. and I wanted a meat feast. You That's why on. we've got our two 12-inch pizzas. We don't give a crap about you the You crack size on, gents, right? Because all I know is that going forward, I'm ordering a large like I always do and I'm not getting two mediums if ever I want to share. What if it's buy one, get one free? Buy one, get one free, two larges all day. 
fairness, we do say that the sign of a good fact on this podcast is you're going to go tell your mates. No doubt, most people, when they are next ordering a pizza, having heard that fact, will have that at least in the back of their minds. Exactly. That is the point. And this, this is what I bring to this podcast, all right? This is what I bring. I bring things that people are going to use. Tell you what, I feel a bit on my own right now and it's kind of upsetting me. So in the reviews, please just give me a little thumbs up if you're with me. If you oh, understand. You're so needy. No, spot. you're so, so needy. needy. No, you're not doing so that. Needy. Do not do that. Leave that Leave that for one thing. You are needy. Go and have a, go and have a tiny little man-child pizza, whatever. Mildly interesting fact, but let's move on with Mark's first fact of the pod. That was a really, really horrible ending to my first fact. <laughs> Genuinely think Connor's going to cry. Uh, this might cheer you up, Connor. Did you know that sloths leave their home once a week to go and poo? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy again now. I love You're happy that. again now, aren't you? And I love sloths uh, as well, so I just imagine this sloth calling along to go and find the best place to have one. Legend. I mean, it sounds like a pretty great life, to be honest. Yeah. They live up in their leafy canopies, their, their little homes, and then anywhere from once a week to once every three weeks, they slowly descend, cross the, cross the street, dig a hole, have a poo, cover it with leaves, and then return home. Do you know what? That would be a video that I would save on my phone. I'd love to have in the archives a video of a sloth having a poo. It'd be about 20 minutes long watching a sloth try and dig a hole. Yeah, I'd love to see the process of a sloth finding the patch, digging the hole. You know, it's, it's manners. Dropping Why are you his load saving that then... on your phone? Because it's, you know, it's like one of those things, isn't it? I've, you know, you've always got them videos on your phone of you know, really weird stuff that you think is like quite cool and quite good to have. And I feel like that is something that I want to have, you know, like, oh, hey, gents, you know, like being down the booze, like, oh, gents, you ever seen a sloth have a poo, mate? No. Yeah, look. And then you flip it around and... And then 20 minutes later, you're getting back on with other conversation. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. it's a slow it's video. Like a it's, good it's thing, isn't it? It's a time lapse that's sped up, isn't it? Yeah, but I would Sloths love that. I mean, proper slow. I would, I would like to see a sloth have a poo. Right, okay. Last week, you wanted to eat animal <laughs> poo. This week, you want to watch a sloth have a poo. Dan's giving it right okay. Am I right in thinking that once Dan was kind of summing up the fitness of butterflies? <laughs> no, I... No, you was, you was. Mark, back me no, up I was. here. Was, was he, so, was he so, not? So, so, so I genuinely... So, so I got a message from my girlfriend this week. Uh, when she was eating a dinner at work, a butterfly came and landed on the table next to her. She sent me a picture of it and went, don't tell Dan. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, okay? I get a lot of, like, stick on it with some of the things that I say. Fair enough. But me wanting to see a sloth have a poo is quite an interesting thing. It's Dan, a lot less weird than... Than... No, you was no, no. Up, weird. You was weighing up what butterfly is better out of 10. Like, that no, is, so that's sick, mate. There's a difference between you wanting to, ha like, watch, have a little look at a sloth... Uh, doing a dump than you having a video of it on your phone ready to go that is that I mean that's that's weird Dan, Dan uh, like mate like I, I do like, I, I love you mate like, I actually think you're like a geezer yeah but you cannot come at me about this when you was honestly weighing up the sexiness of butterflies like let's just put that into perspective Sloths taking no, dump. No, no, you can't get out of this. Sloths taking a dump once a week. I'm, I'm quite envious of them. You know, I'd love it's to. Just I'm, moving on. I'd moving love, on. I'd love, to, I'd love to be able to save up for once in a week. Imagine the time you would save just doing it once a week. I think that'd be a rim, be a rim burner if, for me. If, if you're a sloth, you need to save as much time as you can because you lose it just doing anything else. But yeah, I mean, if you only have to go once a week, maybe even once every three weeks. 
that's I pretty good. Go, I once didn't go for 11 days. It was 11 so days? What's wrong with you? It's all these 18 inch pizzas just yeah. stuffing your stuffing your stomach with. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know, I saw this is before I was diagnosed with IBS. It was bad times. Okay. There's a fact for you. <laughs> Connor's second fact of, of the podcast he's diagnosed with IBS I tell you what I, always I am thought people would get to know us more as the podcast went on I wasn't sure it was going to be quite like that but there yeah. we go Connor has IBS everybody if I've, got any, if I've got any IBS listeners that want to discuss hit me up on Instagram we can you know talk you're so needy yeah, I am. Like, you know what? Because any, I feel alone. Any chance, any chance you get, you're like, hit me up on, hit me up on the, hit me up <laughs> on the DMs. Go on. I need somebody out there that understands me. You don't understand me. Please talk to me about my bowels that don't work. Please drop, drop us a like if you can't go poo often as well. Oh <sighs> my word! I tell you what, I'll take it away. I am probably the world's great greatest turder. I am amazing at it. This is a conversation for a different day, but I, I would take anyone on in like I mean, the Pooh Olympics. Uh, I his, mean, his, I, I, I've, I've just got two questions. I don't want to go into too much detail on this. One, what do you, th- what, what makes you great? Well, frequency of um, movements. Okay. Frequency no, what, what of movements. What are we talking about? Once a day, exact same point every day? Oh, mate, or... I, I, I could almost go on command. Also, I'm very speedy with it. Like I can be in and out in, in seconds. See, I'm a slow pooer because... If I'm having a poo, I've got my phone in there. I'm browsing TikTok. I'm browsing Instagram while I'm having a poo. Reading yeah, a few articles. Because you don't get do my knowledge on, doing some baffled research. And then about 20 minutes later, I'll re-emerge. Sometimes I don't know if my poo's finished. What do you mean well, you don't know if your poo is finished? Sometimes it's like, sometimes it like, it, it's kind of like coming out and I'm not 100% sure if it has finished coming out. So I go for the wipe and it just, it, it's quite messy. Right. Stop that now. Hey, guys, please hit me up on Instagram if you also don't know when your poos are finished. Uh, also, <laughs> other, other good animal fa- uh, poo facts. Wombat, really him. wombat turds are, um, are cube-shaped so they don't roll away so they can mark their territory. That's another good animal dung fact. Before I crack on with my second fact, uh, I've just ragged on Connor for like five minutes about Instagram, but I'm going to dive into my own. Um, thank you so much. If you've hit us up, slid into the DMs, said hello, dropped some facts. I've got a few. I just want to read this one out very quickly from Luke, uh, Luke Henry over in the States, who said, it's a classic fact, but it's always nice to be reminded of this. Uh, if you were to fold a piece of paper in half 42 times, uh, it would get you to the moon. What? If you folded a piece of paper over 42 times, it would, it would get, get you to the moon. The moon. How? As in, because of the... Well, because every time you're folding it in half, you're doubling its size, aren't you? I mean, you'd need a blooming huge bit of paper you to ne- fold You would need a huge bit times. of paper. And I don't think you can actually fold a oh, bit no, of paper no, over more so, than seven so times. Lost. What? So you know every time that you fold a bit of paper, it yeah. gets a bit bigger because you're adding another layer to it. Well, you're, oh, it's doubling like in thicker. size. Yeah. yeah. So it's doubling in size. Every time you're folding a bit of paper over, it's doubling and then doubling again because you're How's making... It doubling? Well, because you're you're halving it every time, so you're halving the length, but you're doubling the width. That's the way it works. Right, yeah. You're doubling okay. the height. Um, if you do that 42 times, it would get you to the height of the moon. Problem is, I don't think you can actually fold something... Se- I don't think you can fold a sheet of paper seven times. I think they I don't understand that. this fact. It will get you to the height of the moon. What does that mean? So the distance between here and the moon is the same as the distance between here and the top of a piece of paper folded over 42 times. If you were to fold a piece of paper over 103 times, it would be the same length uh, as, as how big we know the universe is. I'm so lost. I'm well, I'll tell you what, 
don't have a go at me. Have a go at Luke Henry. Thanks so much for that, Luke. If you've got... Oh, yeah, cheers, Luke, yeah. If, yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, hit me up. No, 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 I, no, I'll rate him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he's got involved, but I'm baffled, mate. If you've got um, a fact that you want read out just like that, something that's going to hurt baffle Connor, uh, yeah, slide into any of our DMs. Let us know what it is. You can find all our handles uh, in the episode notes wherever you're listening to this. Right, let's crack on with my second fact of the episode. Uh, bullfighters' capes are red to mask the blood that is shed. Yeah, I already knew that. Well, yeah, I've known facts before. Yeah, I already knew that. I say, I say that, don't fact. I? Terrible. I, I, say I that. feel like I am the mediator in a between yeah, Dan do you know and Connor what? today. Because, because I, I'm sick of it today. I'm sick yeah. of it. Right, well, Connor, let's start. I, did, I didn't mean to make you so hard. It was just things that, but come on. For, for the sake of the point of the podcast, which is a discovery of knowledge, we're on a mission to find incredible facts. Yeah, let's just then. Let's just like, um, right, bulls... I'll- Bulls are colorblind, right? They can't actually see red. Yeah. The reason that they charge at a red rag when they're in a ring. Uh, by the way, I don't agree with bullfighting. Let me just get that out there. I just thought I'd. This is interesting. Uh, they charge because they're all annoyed. They're angry. They've been pent up. Then they're irritated by the movement of the cape. Now, the reason it is red uh, is just to save them on their dry cleaning because bulls have massive horns. There's likely to be a little bit of blood probably from uh, the, the fighter that's knocked around, uh, that's spilled everywhere. If it gets on the uh, the cape, they don't have to wash it as much because it's red anyway. I hate bullfighting. Even talking about it angers me. It's like a rag to a bull. But yeah, <laughs> it literally is. Put that to one side. Mark, unpack this red rag bull fact for me. I mean, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Like you wouldn't have a, you wouldn't have a white uh a white one it was just i mean think of the washing i mean even personal would have a big job doing that but i mean it's it's it, it, it is what it is isn't what it what's that line what was that line can you just repeat that mark it was a little bit cheeky wasn't it it was a little bit cheeky yeah i liked it i liked it might do it again what that even personal would have trouble doing that <laughs> oh i love that it just comes to your mind you're like yeah that'll work let's do it <laughs> that'll work I'd love to look at the inside processes sometimes in, in Mark's mind when he's doing these one liner. Like, oh, this is yeah. a good one. The boys it's- will like this one. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Look on the Bright Side is the brand new podcast which helps to shed light on some of the feel-good, amazing stories happening through this lockdown period. Search Look on the Bright Side wherever you found this podcast and take some time out to enjoy and smile with us. Together we can make it through. Right, Connor, your second fact. What is it? Question. (laughs) Do you know what the blob of toothpaste that sits on your toothbrush is called? I tell you what. I do not, and this may be that may be the greatest question I've ever heard on this show so far. I'm so excited to find I, out. I think that might be the greatest question I've ever heard in general. Uh, please tell me what the blob of toothpaste is called on the end of my toothpaste, <laughs> the end of my toothbrush, even. A nerdle. A nerdle. <laughs> A nerdle. The blob of toothpaste that sits on your toothbrush has a name. It's a nerdle. Oh, I quite I, a nerdle. There we go. See, have I redeemed myself, Daniel? Yeah, pretty much. I love things like, like, I love the idea that someone's named it because I imagine everything really does need to have a name if it's happening. But a nerdle, a nerdle, you just call it like, I don't know, you just wouldn't call it a nerdle. I was thinking this the other day about things like, why is it called a fridge? Like, you know, it's just funny, isn't it? Well, because it refrigerates things. Yeah, okay, whatever. But yeah, a nerdle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, forget what I just said. Yeah, (laughs) that that, that one makes sense. (laughs) I I imagine that it would have been like probably in a sales meeting for toothpaste where they were like, and then you squeeze the toothpaste out and then you've got this little, and at that point, the person doing the sales pitch has gone, oh crap, I have absolutely no idea. What do we call this? Do we call this a, you've got this nub of toothpaste? What do we call it? And he's just panicked and gone, nerdle it's brilliant and from there it has become known as a nerdle so what, what i would like to do is i actually would I'd like to there's a tar, there's a thing that i want to do with this fact because it you know i've done it at home before i got on the podcast and it's quite funny so maybe mark you could do this could you just repeat nerdle for me a few times so we can just understand how funny the word is nerdle 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 <laughs> Nerdle. Isn't that funny? Nerdle. Isn't that funny? Oh, oh, I thought something more was going to happen to that. I thought that you, you would do a little game. I am amazed though, uh, and once again, at the expense of shooting ourselves in the foot by using a lot of facts that we could use in future pods. Uh, I love bizarre things that we use every day that have like regular names. Like um, the, the official name for your your like stomach rumbling, churning away is a womble. Um, uh, uh, Strong one. The plastic coating on the end. Have we had this? The plastic coating on the end of a shoelace is an aglet. The cry of a newborn baby is called a, don't get excited, Connor, but it's called a vagitus. I thought it was um, called a nightmare. Uh, no, vagitus. Um, fun to say. The space between your eyebrows uh, is called a glabella. I love the fact that Dan's just taking it away and completely dismissing Nerdle. No, 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 no. Nerdle's great. Nerdle is great, but it's, it's opened me up to all these other amazing things. There is loads of them out there where they just suddenly go, oh, we need a name for it. What can we do? So, for example, the uh, the name of the unit to describe the uh, movement you get on a computer mouse is called a Mickey. Ah, very which good. Which is a great one. And um, you know how obviously th- the size of things on your computer is like is a kilobyte, a megabyte, or a byte. As soon as you get smaller than a byte, it's called a nibble. I love this. Like, Connor, did you know that the dot... Over, you know when you draw an I or a J, you put the dot on top? Yeah. Uh, like a baby letters. Uh, that's called a tittle. That little dot is called a tittle. 
liked it all. I liked it all. Yeah, you are you are entertained by very like childish words, aren't you? No, yeah, Nerdle. they're still not as good as Nerdle, Nerdle though. I like the Did fact we've moved past that. But you know, next time you are in the house or you are in the bathroom or you're with your girlfriend, whoever it is that you're brushing your teeth with, you can go, Oi, <laughs> give us a Nerdle. Well, I tell you what, my last fact, which is on the way a little bit, uh, is also toothpaste based, which is fun to say. Yeah, that is fun to say. Mark, your second th- fact for us uh, on the pod, what is it? Uh, if you tried a new variety of apple every day, how long, Connor, do you reckon it would take to try all of the varieties in the world? Yeah, this is really good, because right, th- this is really funny you say this. A uh, friend of mine the other day put a tweet out saying, like this tweet, and I'll um, I'll, I'll give you your apple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. I genuinely thought there was more to it than that. So, so I liked it, and he replied, Connor, you are a Macintosh. Blend of red, green, and golden white skin. The crisp, slightly tart flavour is best enjoyed fresh or used in salads, sauces, and pies. Well, I tell you what, Connor, you were just having a go at me for jumping on your fact, and you, you've taken off over Mark's fact. Yeah, with I had a, a moment. About, uh, Mark, I you, reckon... You trying to make about apples. Yeah, I had a moment. That's quite funny, though, the fact that I've got tender skin. I reckon... Um, yeah, how many varieties of apple, apple do you reckon there are? Well, you said how long it would take to try them all, right? Yeah. If I tried one a day? Yeah. I reckon five years. It would take 20 years to try uh, all of what? the varieties of apple what? in the world. No there way. There are 7,500 different varieties of apple in the world. And you think that your local Tesco's will only stock about four. Yeah, all I can ever get is a pink lady and it's usually bruised. So every day of the week. So every day of the year. So it's 356, yep. 356 yep. days in a year. 65, almost. 65. Damn. So 365 times 20 yeah amazing. for God's sake I was so on course there to do some quick maths it would actually be just, o- just over 20 years 7,300 I tell you what, I think 7,500 let's, let's, oh, yeah. let's not leave those 200 extra varieties out here 7,500 varieties of apple in the world isn't there something where they're constantly that people are at war like countries are feuding over the like the best, most tasty, tangy apple, and they keep discovering and because they keep inventing new apples. Uh, like in a lab, I th- no, they keep crossbreeding apples to make um to make like the best, most tangy, most sweetest one. I think there's something called a cosmic crisp, which is up there. Let me let me give it a quick look. Just want to say as well while we're on the topic, um, shout out to all the American listeners. <laughs> there's two thousand five hundred of those seven thousand five hundred varieties that are grown in the United States. The number one being the gala. The gala, to, I mean that's that's a that's a big one over here, isn't it? The gala, never had the a pink gala. lady, the brabin, I think, the Granny is one. Smith. So check this out. So the cosmic crisp was uh, a uh, an apple that was kind of made back in 1997, and it was it was put back onto um onto the markets about a year ago, and and it lasts for an entire year. By the way, it doesn't go off for an entire year. They're kind of genetically modifying them, and it it cost them ten million dollars to make this apple. Too That's much ridiculous. for an apple. What's the point? Uh, um, how, much, how much are you having to buy it for? Oh, mate, I'll tell you what, right, talking of apples, have you guys ever had braces? No. Yep. Did you ever take your braces off, Mark, and do the apple thing? No. Bite into the apple for the first time? No. Oh, mate, it was such a moment, honestly. It was like, honest, I don't even want to talk about it. But oh. well, well, thanks for that. <laughs> it brought up something that's relevant for only you and today. Actually, I don't want to talk about it. Ben, you, you're on me today. I dislike it. <laughs> I feel like come the end of this podcast, I'm going to have to start doing boxing intros for you. Yeah, in the blue corner, Connor slide into my DMs night. <laughs> 
fact number three from me, my final one today. Um, uh, the thing is, I wanted one of my facts to kind of spark discussion, spark some joyous jollity and banter. It's not done that so far. I don't know if that fact three will, but it's quite cool. Astronauts have to swallow their toothpaste. They're, they're little nerdles. Why? Because when they spit it, it floats around. That's exactly why you've got it in one. Can't, no that's amazing. Way. Oh my god! Yeah, I yeah, smashed yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's sick. They can't spit it around. because you'd get globules of nerdles kind of floating all around the place. Oh, you, you wouldn't want to just float into a room and have a nerdle slap you in the face, would you? Oh, no, not anything slap you in the face, really. That's why I don't go to Brentford, where Connor lives. <laughs> <laughs> Such an unneeded dig, but I love it. What I love is how quiet Dan said that in the whole thing. It was like, because he, he was going along with it and he was like, yeah, this is actually kind of harsh. I want to just bring yeah. that volume down a little bit as I do it. Astronauts don't ever, yeah, they don't, they, 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 they swallow, they can't spit. They're too Okay, crazy. right, there we go. We, you know, this has to be PG, so let's just leave that there before we go down the road. We shouldn't. That's what, I'm not doing anything. Is there any, I mean, obviously everyone is always taught to spit rather than swallow, right? So is there any is there Stop any it, harm? Connor. Is there any harm? Connor, we're talking about nerdles here. Spit your nerdles, don't swallow your nerdles, right? If is there any harm in swallowing? Why are we taught to spit if there's no harm in swallowing? It's a great it's a great point. It's a great point. Connor, can you, behave yourself. Can you can you mute this man child over there? Um Well yeah, I guess if astronauts are doing it. Why not? I'm sure there's loads of chemicals that probably aren't that, aren't that good for you, but you have it in such a small quantity every day. What harm can it do? Have you ever choked on toothpaste? No. That, oh, no. mate, honestly, that it literally rips into your throat. It's painful. It's painful. Mm. It's like, have you ever choked on fresh orange juice? No, I've never done that either. Oh, my God. Literally. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Connor, can you swallow? Yeah, like, why? Well, you, well, because you just said that you've choked on two liquids. No, basically, like, I eat really quick and I just drink really quick. So sometimes it just all gets a bit confused and I choke a little bit and cough and then I'm all right. It all gets a little bit confused. Uh, here we go. Little bonus fact for you. By spitting toothpaste out, then not rinsing with water, it ensures that the fluoride found in the majority of toothpastes will remain on the teeth and continue to be effective. So it means that it's more effective. So on that basis, if you are swallowing rather than spitting, you should be doing it more often. Right, last fact for you, Connor. Go yes. for it. Okay, so women of the podcast listening thing, if that's a thing. If you're 33 women years old... Women of the podcast listening thing. Yeah, I mean, I got, Connor, I got you are in my announcement nearly then, 25. You can use words better than that. Right, women that are listening to the podcast, if you are 33 years old and interested in Tom Cruise, give up. Give up. Why should they give up, please, Connor? Tom Cruise divorced all of his wives when they were 33. Uh, very good. Did very you good. know? Mimi Rogers, Nicole Kidman and Katie Holmes all have the fact that they were 33 in common when they divorced Tom Cruise. The coincidence has not gone unnoticed by the internet. And, of course, some people even developed conspiracy theories surrounding it. See, I don't understand that because if I look at women of the age of 33, they usually are mature and fit. <laughs> okay. I... Uh, like yeah, very good, a very amazing coincidence. I am very, very wary to get into a, a big old wormhole of Tom Cruise stuff, though. I mean, this would because this could exhaust many podcasts because some of the stuff that guy has done. My word, we can yeah, have a Tom Cruise special. 
I know that, but I'm just thinking, like, why, why 33? Like, you know, 33 is a good age, isn't it? Maybe he just doesn't like the number three. Maybe he gets freaked out by the number three. It's just weird, isn't it? You know, did he do it to become more famous? He's one of the conspiracy theories. Did he do it because then it's spoken about? I don't know. Well, well, it's not really worked, is it? Because the level of fame it's got him so far is that it has been mentioned on this podcast. But it is quite... Well, well, do not downplay this podcast, Dan. There is at least seven people who listen every week. No, there's more than that. Yeah, there's There's a lot more more than that. that. There's a lot more than that. This is also a guy who you know, has paid many, 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 I'd imagine millions of pounds, allegedly, to um, y- y- kind of buy into the Scientology religion, isn't it? He's kind of done that to try and have his soul, uh, I can't remember what they, they call it, but his soul kind of judged by this alien warlord. What? You need to look into Scientology. I think I explained it absolutely terribly, but that's kind of what goes on. The geezer's worth $570 million. That's all I'm interested in. Never heard Tom Cruise be called a geezer before, so there you go, that's new for me. So there must be something to that. Have a little look at conspiracy theories online for everyone that's listening. If you are interested, they are kind of cool actually. So, and gents as well, if you are bored one day during being, you know, stuck at home during this lockdown, just have a little look at some of the conspiracy theories around this. It's nuts. Have you looked at them, Connor? Uh, yeah, I have looked at them. I'm not getting okay, into what, them. What, 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 I was going to say, what's your top, what's your front runner? What no, is no, your... I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting into them because I'll end up going way off on a tangent. It'll ruin the podcast. Trust me. Here's the deal. Connor is going to give his number one Tom Cruise conspiracy theory. Uh, if depending on its legality and how interesting it is, you might just hear like a little condensed bit of bleeped noise. Go for it, Con. Well, it's not really a conspiracy, but they say the main reason is because at the age of 33, they say that he's seen, you know, his wives are becoming older. So therefore maybe he doesn't want to be with them anymore. Jesus, that's, that's your so, number one. That's, so that's your number. I'll be honest, I was expecting something so much more interesting than just it's because they're a bit older. I, f- I feel like I've clickbaited all the listeners there. In in okay, in, right. I tell you what, myself. Scrap I expected that. something amazing, and then that happened. Scrap. So they say the number thirty-three is often associated with spiritual alignment. What was that last word? Enlightenment. Oh yeah, sorry, not alignment. <laughs> Enlightenment. Enlightenment. What is that word, mate? Hold on, I'm going to have to get my computer to speak it to me. Two secs. This is an insight to Connor's brain, everybody. Hold on. Shh. It's enlightenment. Hold on. No, he's going to get his computer to do it, Dan. Go on. Hold on. Shh, 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 shh. Enlightenment. Mark, your third and the final fact of our podcast. Please take it away. Saudi Arabia imports camels from Australia and Africa. This is surprising. What? Surely Saudi Arabia is, is the home of the camel. You would believe so, and that is what they have built their reputation upon. However, there is a camel shortage in Saudi Arabia due to the amount of things they use them for. So Saudi Arabia do, as you say, uh, breed a lot of camels. There is a lot of camels from Saudi Arabia, and they are bred for domestic purposes and racing. However, a big delicacy in Saudi Arabia is camel, and they don't have enough camels for domestic purposes, for racing, and for eating so it is those camels uh, the ones that they eat that they import from australia and africa it amazes me to think the australians have got a lot of camels i mean i know it's a massive country huge portion of it is deserts but you don't really associate camels with australia do you you don't interestingly australia also exports sand 
So it's if you're in a desert in uh, Australia, you are very much in the export business because no one expects you to be there. So you export it out to various other places. I'm so lost. I'm just, you know. That how, is you to, how is this hard for you? How is this hard for you? You know that I just turn off with stuff like this. So I'm going to let you two discuss it. It's not even it's not even back in the day. This is nothing about history. Yeah, it's nothing no, about you back in the day. It's, it's not about no. colour TV. It's about it's about Saudi Arabia, the place where you associate as being the home of camels. Get take their camels from somewhere you would never think camels exist. What is that interesting though? For the reasons that Dan has just explained. Is it is it got a cool name that process like Nerdle? If not, I'm not interested. You, so you took up about 10 minutes of my time earlier today. I know I've ragged on you a lot, but you took up about 10 minutes of my time earlier today with some like in, intricate and, and too dull uh, maths equations to get like an extra inch of cheese on my pizza. It's yeah, just, that's relatable for most of the listeners. No one cares about the Saudi Arabian camels. I, I think you'll find they do. If you care, give us a like on our DMs. For God's sake. I hate you both so much sometimes. Right, it's been another outstanding trawl through the facts that we can find in this week's Baffled. What have we learned? Well, we've uncovered yet another Chinese lottery fraud conspiracy. Also, if you're in space, you've got a swallow, you can't spit your nerdle. Uh, and finally, it turns out that Connor has a secret folder in his phone full of videos of sloths doing the dumps. No, I wish uh, I had that folder then i wish i had that folder doesn't exist yet help me that's the aspiration thank you so much for listening if you've got any uh, uh facts that have blown your mind if they think uh, if you think they might keep us busy as well uh, let us know slide into our dms let us know how you're finding the podcast as well uh, find all of our handles uh, just below in the podcast notes however you're listening to us right now uh, we'd love some more reviews over on apple podcasts by the way if that's how you are listening uh, let us know uh, who you are so we can say hello let us know what you think as well uh, drop us five stars so other people can find us as well and we'll be back next week with some more outrageously outstanding and baffling facts say goodbye mark Goodbye. Say, I'd like to swallow my nerdle in space, Connor. I'd like to swallow my nerdle in space. Right, he's off to go and have a very strange time looking at sloths doing poos. I've been Dan. We'll see you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. 
Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.